welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. I am your host, Nicole Roan, the Capacity Coach, and I am so grateful that you are here. I know I say that every single time, but I really do mean it because I know that there are about a gazillion different podcasts that you can listen to, and I'm thankful that you're here listening to this one. If this is your very first time here, then hey girl, hey. Welcome to the Sister Friend community where we are really talking about all the things that can sometimes fill up our plates and even weigh us down because we are juggling the multiple priorities of being a wife, being a mom, being the one, running businesses, being an employee, a combination of all of those different things. And so here we talk about how to set you up so that you can flow effortlessly and flourish tremendously. And we do that by making sure that you're aware of your capacity and creating some capacity so that you can literally create balance between your personal and professional life. So if you're here for the first time, I do encourage you to go back and listen to the first couple of episodes, but you can do that after this episode, okay? So we are now in the month of May. And there are so many things that are happening in May. Not only is it Mother's Day this month, it's the month of mental health. We're that much deeper into spring. There's just a whole lot of good things happening. And today I'm going to be talking about graduation. And I'm talking about it because there are a couple of significant things happening in my personal life. And I realized that I'm graduating just as much as my 18-year-old daughter is. If you've been here before, then you already know that before I get into this episode, I do want to let you know that my individual coaching is still open for now. And that if you are in a season where you are trying to manage your capacity, meaning that you are looking to go from overwhelmed and exhausted to a place where you're operating from overflow and practicing self-care from a guilt-free space, then come on and go to my website and number one, take that capacity calculator and then book your free discovery call so that we can figure out how I can create some strategies to help you really be able to feel at peace and to better manage things between your personal and professional life. Okay, so look here. Transparency moment. I couldn't really decide whether or not I wanted to talk about blooming because it's spring and graduation because of all the things. It's graduation season, right? So I'm going to do a little bit of both. As a mom and a wife, I feel like I really am doing both of those right now because I've been planting a lot of seeds, both personally and professionally, for quite some time now. and. I'm simultaneously graduating to a new level of parenting, which is why I'm calling this episode, I'm graduating too. So let me give you the definition, or I guess a couple of combined definitions that I found of what it means to bloom. According to good old Webster, to bloom is really being in a state or a time of high development or achievement, or it's also considered a time of beauty, freshness, and vigor. And then on the graduation side, let me tell you what it technically means to graduate. It means to pass through one stage of experience, usually to a higher, more difficult level. 
And so I feel with every fiber of my being that that's what I'm going through right now. I'm watching myself bloom as a mom, as a business owner. And then I'm also watching my daughter to do the same thing because she just is turning 18 and she's graduating high school. And I'm sitting back, taking it all in. And I have to be honest with y'all, like it's hard. I've been super, super emotional and it really hit me, which is why I decided to record this podcast on it a couple of days ago. And I'm like, wow, I'm in transition. She's in transition. And I literally am graduating and figuring out this new normal of being the parent of an adult child. And at the same time, I have the six-year-old I'd be telling y'all about who is going into first grade. And so whether you are experiencing an identical or similar transition, I want to share with you a couple of tips that I've been using to really help me to get through. The first one is really to just acknowledge and accept how you feel. And this is still new to me because My go-to is to say and believe I'm fine, everything's okay, and just to really push down how I'm feeling, whether that's good or bad, right? Just to be this even keel. But over the last couple of weeks, I've had to admit I'm not fine. I'm grieving my big girl being a little girl. I'm grieving my little boy becoming a big boy. And I'm also trying to figure out what to do with myself because so much of my life has been wrapped up in being a parent for the last 18 years. And it's not like that's going to stop, right? She's still going to be home. Liam is still going to be right here with us as well, but it's just a totally different dynamic. And I'm trying to figure out how do I go through this new level? How do I graduate gracefully and do this effortlessly without being a hot mess. And so I want to know, is there something that you're graduating from or into this season? As we head into full bloom of spring, getting into summer, are you graduating into something that you don't really know how to handle? Are you going through the motions and trying to figure it out? Because if so, I guess I'm in good company. And we have to really be able to admit, number one, that we feel some kind of way about it, good, bad, or indifferent. And like I just shared, for me, this is terrifying. I literally have to trust that everything that I have instilled in this beautiful young woman, that she's going to hear me when she's out, whether she's on a date or she is at work or away from home. I have to trust that I've done my job. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit as well. But this is definitely the hardest part of parenting for me. So if you have been in this situation before, pray for me. Send me a DM. Let me know that you're praying for me, okay? I just know that running around, pretending like everything is fine, and not really acknowledging how I truly feel has led me to be full of anxiety, frustration, stress, and then that shows up in every other area of my life. So if you have something similar going on, I encourage you to just really take a minute and get in touch with how you really feel. Accept it, acknowledge it, and then you're going to be able to move through it. 
So my second tip for you then is to really embrace the change. And again, this is easier said than done because I tell people all of this all the time as a capacity coach. Change is good for you. Nothing ever stays the same. The more you fight it, the harder it'll be. But raise your hand if you know that it's much easier to give advice than it is to take your own. Yeah, (laughs) me too. In my situation, I know that I need to continue to lead by example. Because just as nervous and anxious as I am, I know my big baby girl is too. This is a totally new time for her. There are college decisions. There are friendships. Her whole sense of normalcy has been rocked the last couple of years. So she's watching me as well. And I'm honest with her about what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. But I'm also encouraging her to do the same thing, to embrace the change. And believe me, I know that this is so much easier said than done. And you might even be saying, okay, but what does that even look like? And so the one piece that I will give you for guidance that I use is to literally make lemonade out of lemons. And by that, I mean, regardless of the situation, find the silver lining. Because being positive and finding the good in even a situation that we may not like that we may be uncomfortable with, and honestly just may be mad about. When you find that silver lining, it's a choice. You can choose to focus on the negative pieces, or you can choose to find something good in it. And believe me, there is always, always something good in every single situation. Okay, so this third tip I have for you, this is very specific to if you are in a similar situation to me, in which you have an adult child. And as I'm telling you this, I'm learning to practice it for myself as well. And I am graduating in a way where I'm learning to be the consultant and not the CEO of her life. And it's funny because I mentioned this on a call a little bit earlier today as well. It's really learning how to allow my child that I have raised, who is now an adult, to make her own decisions, and for me to give her guidance versus telling her what to do. And this is hard. Again, I'm telling you that this is the most difficult part of parenting for me, but I know that if I want her to continue to grow and develop into a very successful, mindful young woman, I have to allow her the space and the grace to do that. So I can't just keep telling her what to do. And so I'm going to encourage you to do the same thing. My stepdad used to tell me all the time, Nick, listen, it's different levels to this parenting thing. And when they grow and shift, you have to do the same thing. And so at this particular stage, I'm learning to step back and not be her friend, but more so give her guidance if she asks for it. I can't just be forcing my ideas and thoughts and feelings on her either. And I have to understand that there are going to be times where she probably feels like, girl, bye, I don't care nothing about what you're saying. And then there are going to be times where she seeks out my guidance. And so making that shift from telling her what to do and how to do it to really more of a consultative approach is definitely something that I am working on in this season as I graduate. Tip number four, though. Now, this is something that... I hear, I use, I see all over the place, 
It's along the lines of trust the process. And so this applies both personally and professionally for me as I elevate into this new level of being a CEO of my own business, being a full-time entrepreneur, and even as I cross this new parenting threshold. Instead of just trusting the process, and because we're talking about blooming and graduation and all those things, you got to trust the seeds that you've planted. And that's even harder sometimes. I've said throughout this episode how this is the most difficult part of parenting that I've ever experienced. And on the professional side, it's also just as difficult because I am a planner by nature at my core. Anybody and everybody that knows me will tell you that. And so as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, I have to also trust that the seeds that I've been planting over the course of these years are about to bear fruit. And I have to believe that. And it's the same with my daughter. I have planted so many seeds of wisdom, knowledge, just all kinds of things that have helped to bring her to where she's at and those that are also going to help to help her propel to where she's going. But I have to trust that the seeds I've planted have been watered, have been nurtured, and are going to bear fruit. And a lot of that honestly takes faith, right? I talk about faith flow and being in alignment with whoever or whatever you consider to be your higher power or your source and knowing in your heart of hearts that everything is going to work out. But that also requires you to take action because faith without works is dead, right? And so from a parenting perspective, that means I got to sit back and let the environment do its thing. I got to trust that the rain is going to water, that the sun is going to shine and give it what it needs and specifically give her what she needs, right? And I'm going to keep doing my work in the process, work on building a better relationship, having better communication, setting boundaries, and having accountability on both ends. So it still requires me to do work. But I'm going to trust that the seeds I've planted are about to be in full harvest mode. And I encourage you to do the same thing. If you are thinking about getting into entrepreneurship or if you are struggling as a parent, especially this month with it being mental health awareness and Mother's Day being this month, as moms, you know, we put so much on our plates. We worry constantly if what we said is right, if what we did is right, if what we're doing is the right choice for ourselves, our families, our children. And so you got to know that first and foremost, right is relative. Because what's right for you may not be right for somebody else. To each his own. So give yourself grace and know that everything you're doing is right. It's happening for your greater good. It's happening for your business. It's happening for your family. Because it's supposed to happen the way that it's happening. My mentor has always said that the clarity comes in the doing. So keep doing and you'll figure it out along the way. It's a journey. I don't know if you've ever seen Get Rich or Die Trying. I'm assuming that those of you who are listening have. But there's a scene that my husband and I laugh at all the time. And I understand it now more so because Terrence Howard says something like, I could have been wrong. And even if I was wrong, I still was right. I could have been wrong, but I was still right. So regardless of what is happening, you're right. You're on the right path. When you're operating in alignment, you're always on the right path. 
okay? So for this last one, as you graduate into this next level, whatever it may be from a professional or personal aspect, I need you to learn how to reconnect with you. Like for real, like really reconnect with yourself. I'll use the parenting example first because I know that for 18 plus years, parenting has been my number one job. And like I said earlier, it's not that that's not going to continue, but it's going to be in a different way. And so I'm learning how to really rediscover who I am as a person, as a woman, and not just as a mom. What do I like? What do I not like? What's fun for me? All of those different things are important, whether you're on a personal or professional journey. Because I said a couple of weeks ago that how can you expect somebody else to understand or get you if you don't understand you? And so as you're going through transition and blooming and blossoming and graduating into this next version of yourself, it's going to be really important for you to really understand who you are and to be reconnected with yourself. And so I want to give you a couple of ways to do that too. The first one is to get quiet. And I know you hear it all the time. Meditate, get quiet, spend some time by yourself. And everybody is saying it for a reason. Because when you get quiet and you get still and you allow the source, God, universal intelligence, whatever you want to call it for yourself, When you get quiet and still enough, you hear things you've never heard before. And you have this opportunity to really hear yourself on a deeper level. And I'm not saying that you have to spend 45 minutes a day getting quiet. Start with something small. For me, I'm still new to this and I'm still learning, but I'm giving myself grace along the way. And I spend at least at a bare minimum five to 10 minutes in silence every single day. And I can tell the difference in my day when I don't. And so while you're on this path to rediscovery of who you are, make sure that you're taking the time to get quiet. So being intentional. And this is where those routines come in. I'm sure you've heard me and your favorite personal development people say over and over, routine leads to habits. So get quiet, be intentional about creating the time, the space, the capacity to get quiet so you can learn how to reconnect with yourself. Another way that you can reconnect with yourself, and it's a way that I've used personally and that I use with my clients as well. I mentioned it earlier too. It's really to understand and figure out what does fun look like for you. And for me, this really was a process and I had to go way, way back and think about what did I like to do when I was younger? Do I still like to do those things now? And nine times out of 10, some of those core things that you considered fun way back then are going to still be true today. For me, that looks like puzzles and listening to music. Judge me if you want to, but literally, I love doing puzzles. And that's probably why I'm such a good problem solver. Because from early on, figuring things out and how things work and why they work together is something that's actually fun for me. And so I try to make time on a regular basis, whether it's to do a puzzle with my six-year-old 
or even with this 18-year-old, and sometimes we do them all together as a family. But I thoroughly enjoy doing puzzles. And then I'm learning how to reincorporate music into every single thing that I do. I used to be so busy rushing from thing to thing, appointment to appointment, that I didn't even care what kind of music was on. But now that I have intentionally slowed down and paid attention to what makes me happy, music is it. So I'm playing music in the shower. I'm playing music while I'm cleaning up. I'm playing my favorite music in the car versus just listening to the radio. And it makes a really big difference. So as you learn to tap into what makes you happy and what's fun for you, that's you literally reconnecting with yourself. And so last but not least, and some of y'all may frown upon this, but since the world is opening back up or as they say, since outside opening back up, I would recommend that you take yourself on a date. And I used to think that this was the craziest thing in the world. But again, if the goal is for you to reconnect with yourself and understand who you are, who better to take you on a date than you? And honestly, I just did this recently a couple of weeks ago. Now, I wasn't a full-fledged, I got dressed up and took myself out. It was more of a, hey, I'm going to spend a day with myself, by myself, not on my phone, not doing social media, not doing work. Because I used to be uncomfortable being by myself. I used to be uncomfortable with silence and my thoughts. But baby, let me tell you, this date that I took myself on, I woke up so refreshed and energized the next day. And I didn't even do much. I just allowed myself to do what I wanted to do. Not as a wife, not as a mom, not as a business owner, just me. Nikki Nicole, as they used to call me in like kindergarten. Nikki Nicole. I did what I wanted to do and took care of me. And I took myself on a date to do things that I enjoyed. And so I would strongly recommend that if you're trying to figure out how to get in touch with who you are, take yourself on a date. And so I know I've been a little bit all over the place, and I hope that you understand how important it is that in this season right now, as we broach spring and getting into summer and being in the second quarter of 2021, I'm sure there are plenty of seeds that you have planted, both personally and professionally and that you are graduating to a whole new level of you. And in doing so, everything that I listed today is going to really help you to get there sooner, quicker, faster. All of these tips on making sure that you are acknowledging how you feel in the process, that you're embracing the change, that you're being a consultant and not just a CEO, all of these things are helping you lead to your end goal and helping you to be elevated in this new place that you're graduating to. And so before I go, I want to ask you, though, are you graduating? And if not, why not? We should always be graduating to a new level, a new height, hitting a new goal. If you're not graduating, then you're stuck. So are you okay being stuck? Or do you want to graduate? Is there a new level that you're trying to go to? If so... Know that you don't have to do it by yourself. And like I talked about last week, 
and frequently in probably every single episode that I record. It still takes a village. It takes a tribe. And it takes help. So if you want help and you're tired of going in circles and you know that you desire more, connect with me. Come talk to me. I don't bite. Let me help you. This is what I do. Literally, I'm a problem solver. I would love to help you figure out your next best steps so that you can graduate to where it is that you're trying to go. You are in a new season, both literally and figuratively, and you need some new tools and resources to help you. So let me help you. Don't be shy. Okay, I'm finished and I'm done. Until next week, I hope that this week is phenomenal for you. I have so many great things happening on the podcast this month. And don't forget to check me out on Flow Fridays live on Facebook in my business page, as well as on Clubhouse, y'all. I'm on Clubhouse on Wednesdays with my girls, Evelyn and Danielle, talking about all kinds of things for Wine and Wisdom Wednesday. So make sure that you catch me there too. And as always, if you have questions, if things come up, know that there are plenty of us, me in particular, who have been in your shoes. So know that you're not alone, no matter what it is that you're going through. And I know that there are plenty of other women over in the Flow and Flourish Facebook community who probably can relate to you too. So if you have not checked that out, go and join today. In the meantime, have a wonderful rest of your week and thank you for allowing me to pour into you and I look forward to continuing to be your capacity coach and helping you to create balance between your personal and professional life without ever sacrificing yourself, your family, and what matters most to you. I will talk to you next week.